0: How about them Cowboys, and thanks everybody for tuning in to another episode of J&J Radio. I'm your host, Jonathan Harper, along with my trusted sidekick, Jason That Dare Givens, and I'm talking in my howdy, what's going on, partner voice, because how about them Cowboys, Jerry? They lost again, Tech prescott came crashing back down to reality like an android in the movie armageddon because dak is gonna dak we've known dak is gonna dag, but we're gonna get back to dak dak it in a second jason how you feeling brother
1: i'm good this is JJ radio coming to you from texas apparently from dallas (laughs) prime time
0: exactly we do it we do a little bit of everything i got a. if you guys saw me i'm at home i got a cowboy hat on with one of those one of those things uh you wear around your neck and
1: it has like the adjustment thing it's it's not (laughs) called exactly i got a bolo tie on and some cowboy
0: boots on i need some grass to just stick in my mouth uh so i could do the whole the whole broadcast straight from the ranch in dallas for the boys but anyways jay we're down to the final four again you guys are listening to the final listen to the final four you're listening to the the magnificent two jonathan harper and jason gibbons also known as j and j radio we appreciate your time but Jay, we're going to get to it after my little my little jerry rant so it's down to the final four uh in in professional football and you got joe Burrow who's leading the Bengals. You got Patrick Mahomes, my man, that bad man, Patrick, Mahomes, boy, leading the chiefs. And then on the other side of the bracket, you got Jalen Hurts leading the Philadelphia Eagles against Mr. Irrelevant Brock, Brock Purdy, the third string last picked player in the NFL draft. Who's on a rookie contract who just happened to beat Dak Prescott. He's going against (laughs) Jalen Hurts. And again, he's the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. So this weekend, we've got one of the best games you're probably seeing in 10 years. You got two of the best quarterbacks of the generation. It looks like Joe Burrow against Patrick Mahomes. Now, this if you guys Manning Brady, it is 100% the new Manning Brady. Cause right now Patrick Mahomes is standing on top of the hill, but Joe Burrow is pulling at his feet and he's trying to get to the top too. And if you look at it, Joe Burrow has had one of the best four year stretches Than anybody could probably ask for. He won the national championship on an undefeated LSU team. The following year, he came in as the number one pick, went down with a terrible knee injury. But what did he do right after that? Right after that, boom, I'm back. My line is in shambles, but it doesn't matter. I'm taking the team on my back. I'm going to the Super Bowl, and I'm going to go on the road during the playoffs, and I'm going to beat Patrick Mahomes in Arrowhead to get to the Super Bowl. And he almost brought the Bengals from the basement to the, the Los Angeles Rams in Los Angeles. That is an amazing stretch for a young man saying he's playing with one of the cheapest owners in the history of the NFL. There's some there's some stories that said T.J. Hushmanzada, also known as T.J. Hujimama, said when he was playing with the Bengals, they would wash their uniforms, wash their jock straps, and throw it all in the center of the floor and let the players just grab whatever was clean. That's how grimy it is uh in Cincinnati. They're just now building in uh an indoor facility for the team to play. But I will say this, there's a caveat. I know one of the people on their personnel in the front office, and he's one of the best drafters in the in the in the whole entire NFL. And they're clearly doing their homework because that team is stacked on offense and defense. They they hit the home they hit a home run with Joe Burrow. They hit another home run with Jamar Chase. The defense is stacked so they're definitely trending in the right direction. So out of that right, matchup Jay mixing absolutely ty is it was, not ty hilton uh miggins oh what's what's the other guy on the other side uh opposite jamar chase he's a bad man too they uh they've got a really good they've got a really good core on offense and defense and they recognize that they needed to like you said in one of our other shows they needed to sell a, not sellified they needed to put that offensive line together because you got to protect the crown jewel. And they went out and they spent a bunch of money in the off season to basically buy an offensive line to protect, protect Joe Burrow. And you can afford to do that when you have a stud on a rookie contract. So enough about my rant, what do you expect to see uh, on Sunday from that game?
1: So let's not forget these, this is defending AFC champs. This is not some. Awesome exactly now, right? This is the second That's year true. in a row. Mind you, it's the fifth. Is it the fifth year in a row? an AFC title game for the Chiefs. For right?
0: the Chiefs, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I heard some. You almost expect them
0: to meet at this point.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's expected. So I heard some stats, and and this stat is crazy. In the last twelve months, going back to the AFC game last year, this will be the third time that these teams have played. Fourth time they've played, fourth time. and the Chiefs are in cool Joe so far. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, so you don't you never want to count out Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes and that stellar team that they have. The best tight end in football right now, one of the best tight ends ever. But absolutely, um, but shout out to Travis the Kelsey. Best indicator of future performance. Is past performance. And past <laughs> performance says that the Cincinnati Bengals are not worried about the Kansas City Chiefs, or they're so worried that they're going to be prepared to handle them well like they have before. Are you can look at it either way. This is going to be a great game. Um, I'm hoping for overtime. Just a shootout that goes into overtime with both teams scoring left and right.
0: And I'm with you. I really want a shootout. I don't want some knockdown, dragout, Cloud of dust where it's like the first team that can rush for 100 yards wins, and it's like uh, 10 to 3. I don't want that. I want a shootout on a Sunday. I want all the smoke. Shout out to uh, Uncle Shay Shay Shannon Sharp. We want all the smoke. So I'm looking forward, like you said, to a shootout. And I think it's going to happen yeah. because the go ahead.
1: Oh, and the defensive battle is not bad. Like, San Francisco versus Dallas was fun to watch, but you don't want to see that when there's Jamar Chase and Travis Kelsey and Mahomes and Joe Burrow. You want to see that ball flying through the air and touchdown and that scoreboard.
0: I think Jamar Chase Chase caught, what is it, like like 220 yards or some ungodly stat line the last time he played the Chiefs. So he's like, I can't wait to go to Arrowhead. I heard somebody on ESPN – Called it Burrowhead. That's how disrespectful they are.
1: They're <laughs> making Burrowhead, making Burrowhead T-shirts. That uh, completely disrespectful. Remember the Bengals feel like, like this game should be in Cincinnati, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. In, with with the in, uh, not in Kansas in City. Yeah. Or, well, yeah. Completely. So if so, so the game would have been in Atlanta if the Bills had won yeah, because the of the, won. that new yes. contest game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to the Bills, but they definitely imploded. So we're going to let's touch on that one second. We watched that game and I was almost looking at the TV, kind of confused at what Buffalo was doing. They were running go routes in the snow. They were they were. A indoor turf where everybody had footing. They couldn't run the ball. They were throwing, like I said, out routes up the sideline. When you're running as fast as you can in the snow trying to locate a ball in the sky at night, they weren't having too much luck. And again, they couldn't run the ball. They weren't allowing uh the running back. I'm sorry, they weren't allowing um oh my goodness, the quarterback for the Bills. They weren't allowing him to get anything. So it looked like the Bills were just kind of unprepared. And we have a really good friend of ours. Shout out to Clint Strickland, our executive producer. He's been a Bills fan for his entire life. And he called me in the middle of that game and was like, I know we're getting beat, but I feel like we're getting outcoached. That's a bigger issue when you're getting outcoached at home in the playoffs where you just look ill-prepared when the Bengals are just running up and down the field at will. and They look like they're better prepared and you're in the hole 14 nothing.
1: The issue is, I mean, However, you want to mix it up. Buffalo's running game relies too much on the quarterback.
0: One hundred percent. And Josh Allen game. is Josh oh, Allen or Bust. Great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they needed. That was a game where you needed to put the ball on the ground and run the football, and um, and they did it, To, to your point. But they, they haven't they been able
0: to run the football game all game game. year, though. <laughs> that's a problem.
1: Yeah, because they can't. Right? Unless their quarterback. Is <laughs> <away>. and, <laughs> exactly. And that's the major flaw. In the football team, like, there's some good running quarterbacks in the NFL right now. You don't want the quarterback to be your best rusher.
0: Right. Like, if you look at some of the other teams that are left, like the Philadelphia Eagles, the San Francisco 49ers, uh, the Bengals, those are well-balanced teams that run the ball and they also throw the ball. So it's like you keep the defense off balance and you keep them guessing. But if you go into a game knowing I can't run the ball, you're just going to load up in the secondary and make me beat you that way. And it's, it's okay. just not going to happen.
1: So, here's a stat man's uh, stat of the night for you. Um, okay. Six players rushed the ball in that game. It was a snowball. It was a blizzard. Okay. And only six players rushed the ball. Both teams combined. The top three rushers were all in Cincinnati. With Nixon having 105 <laughs> yards. Uh, Perrin having 33 yards. Joe Burrow had 31. Um then you get Josh Allen with 26, Singletary at 25, on only six attempts, and James Cook had 13 on five attempts. That's a recipe for disaster if it wasn't snowing. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> it was. exactly. So, and, again, you guys are listening the to J&J show. Radio. Absolutely. J&J Radio, I'm Jonathan Harper, along with Jason Gibbons. We are the fastest-growing sports podcast on the web. You can find us on all your major platforms, and if you want to advertise with us, your advertisement would go right here. So on the other game of the weekend, what do you think is going to happen with Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, the guy who knocked Dak and the Cowboys clean out of the playoffs versus the Philadelphia Eagles? Do you think Brock Purdy can go on the road as a rookie and win in the belly of the beast in same, I'm sorry, not in San Francisco, in Philly.
1: This is a great question. You know, I have this, <laughs> I, ha- I have this big problem with people talking about head-to-head matches between quarterbacks. It's not okay. tennis, right? Uh, right. The quarterbacks aren't playing each other; they're playing the other team's defense. And in True. this case, they're both good defenses, but the San Francisco de- defense is another kind of animal, and. So yeah, pro bowl is all over Purdy? the place. Yes, exactly. So do I think Brock Purdy can win this game? Yes, because it's San Francisco defense and Christian McCaffrey and Devo Samuel and a tight end, whose name just escaped me right when I tried to get it out of my mouth. Uh, Kittle. And Kittle. Yes. And Kittle. And, uh, uh, they have a wide receiver who's a tight end and a running back. Uh, Debo. They just, no, it's cloronic. <laughs> oh <there>? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like they they have weapons everywhere, and Brock Purdy has proven over his first seven games in the NFL that he's not going to make the mistakes. He's not going to lose the game, right? Uh, he he has not turned the ball over. He hasn't been a typical rookie. And I saw some great highlights. Did you know that uh, Purdy played against uh, Jalen Hurts in Alabama versus? Uh, his Oh Iowa and, State. Yeah, Iowa State. And it came down to a shootout that Iowa State had a chance to win with a failed uh two-point conversion in the last seconds to lose the game. So he's been going up against Jalen Hurts in the big games, <laughs> you know, going back to college three years ago. Yeah. So Purdy is not scared. He's ready. He's been through enough in life to tell him that, you know, he needs to make a multiple situation. So Purdy is not gonna hold the the delimiting factor for uh uh the 49ers is not going to be their quarterback. It's going to be whether or not they can stop the run because that's a little bit of a weakness for them, and it's an extreme strength for Philadelphia.
0: Yeah, they will pound the rock for sure. And like you said, if they if you start to stack the box, they'll just go over the top to uh to an all pro wide receiver that they have since Tennessee didn't want to pay that man. Pay that man his money, he wouldn't be about to be headed to the Super Bowl. Uh, but that's a whole other conversation. Oh,
1: you your pick? Philadelphia's headed to the Super Bowl.
0: I, I think I'm. Go- I, I think I'm going with Philly only because. I want to see Jalen Hurts get to the Super Bowl because he was also somebody who, when drafted, people thought he was just going to be some career backup or some journeyman. Yeah, he got he drafted in the second round. Yes. Yeah, they're like, oh, he's just going to be a guy. He's going to hold the clipboard and look at him now. If he didn't get hurt, he might be the MVP in the entire NFL. Uh, so I'm really rooting for him, and I'm rooting for that that cor- their head coach. He's kind of weird. He has weird, quirky, like – uh, euphemisms and metaphors that he uses in press conferences. So, so I love it. He, I love weird coaches who, who are kind of weird in front of the camera. These
1: are um, this is, these are crazy. This is a crazy matchup, right? Like it is. Like, you kind of want if you if you don't have a, a horse in the race, right? You kind of want both of these teams to win for various reasons, and in the AFC yeah. kind of want both of them to win. Like like people don't hate the Chiefs, Mahomes, Andy Reid, oh. and you you don't right. hate Burrow and the, and the Bengals, and you. Uh, while you like might, the story with San Francisco because Purdy's a rookie exactly. yeah because they're their third quarterback and they're still chucking along right and they've yep. and it's Campbell, weird it's... Who...
0: yeah and they're able yeah, to pay cause... everybody in San Francisco because I guess for, for one reason or another I mean they, they still have to pay Jimmy well I guess so Jimmy's contract must be off the books that's why they can afford to pay everybody because I feel like they're to paying off everybody the
1: because remember he he was on a like a very low deal that had incentives that if he played, he would get paid. And he started right. playing, but then he didn't finish the season. So it, it wasn't right. a big hit on their cap. Um, so right.
0: But they're, they're paying Kittle. Right they're now. paying Debo. Yeah, they're paying Kittle. They're paying Debo. They're paying um, – oh, my goodness. I'll have to look at their roster in a second. But they're paying a lot of people. They're paying their tackle. They're right. paying yeah, Debo. Bosa. They're paying Kittle. Yeah, Bosa. They're they are After quarterback. So we have a friend in our, in our group chat shout out to Kev, -kev. anti-Kev, he's one of the people that always says don't pay your quarterback, but that works when your quarterback is good on a rookie deal. But then when he wants his money, it's always a question of what do you do? Do you let him go get the money somewhere else, and then you try your luck again with drafting somebody? Because if you draft and miss, then you're just stuck and you're in the bottom of the barrel. But like we always say, these teams generally who are winning – They can afford to pay the people around them because their quarterback is on a rookie deal unless you're an anomaly like we're seeing now. Of the final four, there's only one player who's getting paid big time money, and that's Patrick Mahomes because the Chiefs draft so well around him. And he took a really long deal and stretched out that money so his cap hits aren't super punitive like some of these other highly paid quarterbacks are in the league, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, for sure. So –
0: Cause Joe Burrow is about to run the checkup, so then it'll re- oh, we'll really yeah. see how good the Bengals are yeah. when so Joe is about paid.
1: We set the, the market, right? He's gonna <laughs> exactly. he's gonna blow the market up and build a new one. Um, <laughs> exactly. So win or lose on Sunday, is Brock Purdy starting on some team in the NFL in August?
0: So I looked it up and he's he he signed like a four year deal it's weird unless uh unless the website that I looked at was inaccurate he signed like a four a four year four million dollar deal which is weird to say he was the last person drafted in the entire NFL I thought when you're like that far down in the draft you're probably on a one year deal making no money oh, no, no, no. so but it was so,
1: four years and less than four million dollars but that's the right so he's it stuck is- so so, because yeah, he's stuck for four years. True. He's stuck for four years, and he's stuck making Jimmy no G money. Gonna, you're right. So they thought Jimmy G was going to be gone. No, he's not stuck, right? Because in the NFL, players do things like hold out. Like, if you're Brock Purdy, there's no way, backup or starter, that you come back to the 49ers on this deal. You think? You Did you see what happened to Trey Lance last year? And then when happens know, Tra- to Jimmy Garoppolo? You don't come Put back li- <laughs> with – you don't come back with what he – w- he would have something like $2.7 left on his contract or less. So you don't come be- back so- and play with that.
0: <laughs> so so you're just saying – To the Super Bowl, potentially. So you three would years, hold out with three years left on your rookie deal.
1: Because it's $3.7 and I just went undefeated.
0: Hey, if I'm the GM, you sign the deal, baby. That's That that has nothing to do with me.
1: You got... Not in the NFL. Not in the NFL, (laughs) right? In the NFL, it doesn't matter if you sign the deal. If you're the GM and you don't like the deal, you cut them. And if you're the player and you don't like the deal, you hold out, right? That's the dynamic.
0: It is, but not normally with three years left. They do that with one, maybe two. You rarely see that on the first year going into your second year of a four-year rookie
1: well, deal. Well, because, because a four-year rookie deal it's not really is normally not, yeah. not the last pick in the draft <laughs> on his fourth year because usually yeah. a first rounder who's outplayed his deal like that.
0: And I wonder, I guess he does have some leverage because nobody knows what Trey Lance is going to do. So if I'm his agent, I'm a, I'm definitely going to try to squeeze uh, the 49ers for some more, some more money, Aim like you me said. Trade me.
1: I just went undefeated.
0: True, true, true. But as the head coach for two
1: games, this wasn't like uh, it's like eight weeks or something, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) Like like this is this will be his eighth game, and if they do make it to the Super Bowl, his ninth game. If they win the Super Bowl, he went nine straight games without a win, and he like they wouldn't let Jimmy hold the clipboard, and he was behind Jimmy. (laughs)
0: Yeah. True, true, true. But I so I hear that, but at the same time, if I'm the coach. Uh I'm like hey don't get a twisty kid like I'm the reason why you're doing well I'm the one who's calling the plays I'm putting you in all these great positions No Excuse me so Jesus. if I'm if I'm Kyle Shanahan I'm telling John Lynch don't renegotiate his contract he is good because of the positions and the talent around him
1: No Cuz not true that's not true But if we so if we were to keep our talent If you get you're right if you pay him you can't keep your talent to some extent they have a lot of talent. They have some despair. But this is why <laughs> it's important in San Francisco. Because Kyle Shanahan, with Jimmy G as his quarterback, has a fantastic record. And without Jimmy G as his quarterback, he had a horrible record up until True. Brock Purdy. And that's why True. Brock Purdy has leverage. Like um, Unless your quarterback is Jimmy G or me, you've been awful as a team.
0: <laughs> True. True, so, true, true. That's hey, true.
1: And, and, and Trey Lance, the sample size is one game, right? And they lost that. So true. And it was like the uh, the,
0: the, the rainbow, right? <laughs> in yeah, Chicago,
1: that monsoon game, <laughs> yeah. So so party has uh, as much leverage as any last player picked in the draft in the history of NFL. ever. <laughs>
0: because, uh, <yeah. laughs> true, true. I agree with that. But oh, yeah, let's so let's but back 49ers, up.
1: I, I consider okay. making him my starter. When the season starts, get the money contract thing notwithstanding. If we haven't lost a game with them yet, then I don't just automatically put Trey Lance back in. Like I don't care that. So I'm do you open Trey up Lance to a quarterback competition, or you go
0: with who won the Super Bowl?
1: Oh, you go with who won the Super Bowl? He's my quarterback, right? You don't want this Nick Foles, Carson Wentz situation, <laughs> right? Uh huh.
0: Yeah, that's right? that. There you go. Has anybody ever won the Super Bowl and came back and didn't start for that team? Nick Foles. Yeah, aside from him, I, I feel like that's an anomaly. That generally it's, doesn't ever happen.
1: It was, it was crazy, right? But, I mean, like, so you think about, like, Brady and Drew Bledsoe, right? Right. And they were like, yeah, sorry, Drew, but this kid just won a Super Bowl.
0: You're out of here. So,
1: I mean, it, it would create a wonderful drama, right? All the talk shows, all the sports Great for us. Crazy. Terrible for the team. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: you got to move off of – if that's the case, they got to move off of Trey Lance then, right? Yeah
1: us. Yes. You have you, to. Because if you... Yeah. Well, I don't know. You, you would have said... You said they have... We, if you asked us this question 12 months ago, we would have said <laughs> you've got to move off of Jimmy G, and they didn't. So, who knows what they'll do in San Francisco.
0: True. Because like you said, they had Jimmy G practicing on the side of the field, didn't give him a playbook. They were like, hey, go use that that little grassy plot over there, but you're not really involved in practice. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, just kidding. We need <laughs> you. you...
1: <don't> <laughs> You you were leading in the last two minutes of the ASC title game last season. This season, we don't want you to know our plays or our play calls. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Life comes you at you fast in the NFL, man. That's tough. But like you said, if if they keep again, it, when it comes down to money, it gets even murkier because if they keep Trey Lance, he's going to be making significantly more money than Mister Relevant because he was like a top ten pick versus uh, Josh Purdy. So. Is your backup going to be making way more money than you? So that's an issue. So that's what I'm saying. You, I feel like if you go with Purdy, you got to get Josh out of here. Not Josh. Um, Trey Lance out of here. Trey Day. It, it was all good just a week ago. It was. They were saying Trey Area, Trey Day. Now Trey about to be packing his bags and hitting the L train out of town. <laughs> it's cold. It's cold as ice. Yeah. And he has nobody to blame. It's not his fault. He just broke his leg, and then the year before that, he got beat out by a a, a quality quarterback.
1: Yeah, I mean, he. I mean, they thought that they had time, but they were too good with Jimmy G <laughs> to
0: to move off of him. Yeah, yeah.
1: So they had to say, Jimmy G, thanks for your services. But then Jimmy needed surgery. Like it was just a weird. It was a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then this whole thing, it's like, Because <laughs>
0: like you said, Jimmy wasn't even tradable because he was coming off of shoulder surgery on his throwing arm. So teams weren't going to trade for a guy in a mummy sling in the middle of the offseason. I wouldn't have.
1: That was a bad decision too in hindsight, right? Because when he got to playing, it was pretty good. and There was plenty of teams that would have liked to have a good quarterback who's made True. to multiple AFC uh, NFC title games.
0: True, true. But let's back it up a week. What were your thoughts on seeing uh, Dak Prescott just completely implode and wet the bed uh, on the road in San Francisco for so the can, Dallas I, Cowboys?
1: I, I can tell you on stream of conscience exactly what I was thinking throughout that game. <laughs> okay. I was thinking, wow, Dak threw an interception. Who saw that coming? Oh, I did. <laughs> oh, he threw another <laughs> one. Who saw that coming? Me, because he <laughs> led the league in interceptions this year, and he missed five games. <laughs> like he didn't need the league in interceptions per game. He led the league in total interceptions, and he didn't even need all seventeen games to do it. Right? It was uh, it was
0: painful to watch. Like he was missing he was missing throws. He was overthrowing teammates, and his best running back went down. So he was cooked after that. Because Zeke is a shell of himself. All he is is like a short down back. Yeah, so Zeke is going to hurt. If, if yeah. sad it did cuz you know that young man's he was he was trying to he's trying to get paid he's a running back you know running backs only get one payday so the fact that yeah. he got hurt and broke his ankle in the biggest game he of his life best, yeah,
1: he was up with the best of the running backs in the league last season
0: yeah yeah so uh i wish him a speedy recovery but it, it sucked when he went down cuz then uh san francisco was like oh yeah <laughs> where you know are we <laughs> Exactly. We know Dak's not going to beat us because Dak is going to deck, a.k.a. throw a turnover. Uh, he almost so, threw a pick uh, six.
1: Yeah, bad regression from, from Dak Prescott, right? He was really responsible with the football, um, and he just seemed to regress dramatically this season. Um, interestingly, when he was out, it's not like the offense was doing that, right? Like, I know that they were – Cooper uh, Rush had them
0: boys rolling.
1: Cooper, yeah, they were rolling, right? Five-0 with Cooper Rush. Um, so this Dak situation, I I think that if Dak were in a situation on any other team, it would be different because the Dallas Cowboy quarterback is a unique position in the NFL, let alone a quarterback, but the Dallas Cowboy quarterback, right? You get so much attention, uh, and America's if that team that he's so highly paid, um, in the contract that he has, which starts kicking in next year, um, paying him over forty million dollars a year. On a, When he he has the same number of playoff wins, or actually one less playoff win than one Brock Purdy, right? who's only been <laughs> in the NFL for two months. So, you know, it, 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 it makes it, you know, kind of ugly when you look at that situation. But the fact of the matter is, you know, as my 12-year-old asked me, she was like, um, do you care who wins in this game since, no, since the Rams aren't playing? Um, and I told her, um, I just want to see a good football game. I will not be surprised when Dallas loses, but I will feel bad for the players because I know that they are playing their heart out. But Dallas just doesn't seem to have what it takes at the moment it takes it, you know, year after year. Yeah. And like
0: you said, to your point, that defense was playing lights out. They held the San Francisco 49ers to not a lot of points, not a lot of yards. They kept that offense in the game, but Dak and his teammates, specifically Dak, couldn't make the plays at the time that you needed him to step up and be your franchise quarterback, like Screaming mm-hmm. A. Smith said. I think he's made like ninety million dollars over the course of the last two years, or between this year and next year, or, or some sort of combination.
1: Next year, you next year. have to yeah, next, step so up. so here's the deal for Dallas: they had playoff home game this year and last year, and in either of those games they only had to score either 18 points or 20 points and they would have made it to the next round. They had mustered 20 points in No, they in didn't, they, they were they were
0: on the road this year. They beat they beat Tom Brady in Tampa, right? Or yeah, they they were on the road. They were at home yeah, last, sorry, year sorry, sorry, at last year against San Francisco. Last year, yes. Yeah. So
1: San Francisco beat them and they didn't at get up home. The, the 20 points <laughs> exactly. at home. And then this year on the road, yeah. same thing against their third-string quarterback. Right. Like any any offensive player, right, a quarterback will tell you if my defense holds the other team to 17 points, we should win the game. We should like, win, that's your especially job, in the NFL in
0: 2023. Yes. Yeah. It's not like it's 1985 where you go against you go across the middle and you get your head knocked off. All the rules are there in place to help the offense. So if you can't score more points than, like you said, you know, 14, 17 points, you don't deserve to win and you turn the ball over. You, you got to do better. But again, you know, Dak had everything around him when he was a rookie. He had an amazing offensive line. He had a young Zeke. So his ecosystem was set up for him to succeed. And like a smart player, he capitalized on that, said all the right things, didn't take a knee, locked arm with Jerry. He did everything he was supposed to to get paid. And now Jerry is stuck with a serviceable Joe playing quarterback, but you're paying him big time money and then hamstrings you in the NFL because you can't just blow through the cap like NBA teams do. So now Dallas is gonna have to make some tough decisions.
1: You just you just reminded me of my hypocrisy. (laughs) What's uh, that when Tony Romo got healthy that season, Dak took over. I was one of the people saying put Tony Romo back in, right? Like, Tony Romo, this is his team. He that offensive line the running again, this is what he's been dreaming of. He didn't get to go back in, and I was like, That's a travesty. You're forcing Tony to retire, and then now here I am, several years later, like, It's Purdy's job, he's earned it. Get out of here, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, how times have oh, turned, time, yes, yeah, t- tables have turned, times have
0: changed. But the funny thing is, Tony Romo. Landed on his feet just fine with one of the oh, yeah. largest he's, contracts he's, in the history of talking football, <laughs>
1: yeah. and 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 not undeservedly. Right, he's one of the best to do it, and like, nobody's you,
0: running after him to tackle him. So he's he's living a good life right now.
1: Yeah, if you guys don't watch games on CBS, or watch a game that Tony Romo calls, it's like he's Nance. in both huddles. He, he's in yeah. both huddles. He can tell you what the defense is going to do and what the offense is going to do. And then within three seconds after the snap, he can tell you what both of them did wrong. It's incredible.
0: It is. It is. He's really good. And to that point, I'm anxious anxious to see how Brady transitions, transitions to the booth because it's not easy. Like, we've seen some players who have come along the years and are crap when they're talking football. Tony Roma is definitely an anomaly. He's not the norm. So I'm anxious to see... Will Brady be like uh, Tony Romo? Will he be like Jason Witten, who ESPN was like, oh, you stink. And they kicked him clean out after one year. Will he be like Booger, Booger McFarlane? I like Booger. Remember they had Booger uh, in that little that Booger booth?
1: Hardest, yeah, <laughs> the side, the side lining, That was great. You know, Greg Olsen is actually pretty good. So probably, like, I was going to say Greg Olson's really good. I, yeah. Um, so uh, when Troy and Buck Tom went Brady to –
0: Exactly. When Troy and Buck, when I say Troy and Buck, Troy Aikman and um, Buck, oh my goodness, Joe Buck, when they went from Fox to ESPN, that created a space for uh, Greg Olson. So now Greg Olson is on the a team or uh, for Fox, but well, then, he tweeted see, a couple he, years he ago,
1: Tom Brady's spot wrong. <laughs>
0: Exactly, he said, Tom, play a few more years so I can utilize this A team and these A team contracts until you come on over and take my spot. To your point, but if Tom Brady gets to Fox and he stinks, I think they'll move off him fast because they're not hamstrung oh, he's, to, he's to, not to teams.
1: So I, I don't think we, he's just—he's just going just to try to. It, he'll be like sixty years old still trying to play in the NFL, <laughs> and so he'll never get around to that contract. But he'll be because he I feel like he's game. got ten more years. He can be, yes.
0: Here it is. Uh what, what kind of ice cream is uh avocado ice cream and is is resistance of bands.
1: <laughs> so um, like, like T V a- twelve. Manning, he he's on that level. That Troy uh that Peyton Manning, the Troy Aikman, the uh, the Tony Ron, we just talked about it. They love football and they can talk yeah. about it. I I don't I don't see Tom Brady being bad at that. At
0: all. And he seems like he has a little bit of personality since he left New England. Like he's on Twitter now. He seems a little bit more funny. So I think, like you said, to your point, it might be a little rough to start. But I don't think they just gave him three hundred million sight unseen, like some house. Oh, they did. Some, some. T- you, you don't think he auditioned? Not auditioned, but you don't think they, they were like, just give us anything? You think they just gave it to him sight unseen?
1: Yeah, they said we want to be able to say we have the greatest quarterback of all time. And Here's three hundred million, right? Because because Romo is killing it, and Peyton Manning's locked up with ESPN, and that was going to leave Fox out to dry, right? They they had some hits True. and some misses, some swings and misses, um, and so you know, uh so they're like, they we'll just shit. swing for time, yeah, right? It's Especially like ten Amazon years, three hundred million, right? Games. Something crazy, yeah, Something outrageous. Yeah, <laughs> they they have to get <laughs> Amazon out the game, and they they couldn't let one of the other networks swing in, so they just said. Tom Brady, name your number. And he's like, 300 million. They're done, like, sold, signed. <laughs>
0: see yeah. you next week. He, he's like, yeah. no, I'll he's see like, you uh, in years.
1: Yeah, I'm <laughs> going back to the NFL.
0: <laughs> They're like, but Tom, you're 45 years old. He said, I'll see you in five years.
1: But that might be a good deal, right? It'll be like one of these NFL contracts. where it seemed like a bad Exactly, deal, A steal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's too funny. Now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you guys are listening to J&J Radio. Again, I'm Jonathan Harper along with Jason Gibbons. I had a whole list of things I wanted to tackle and address, but Jason and I, once we get moving and grooving on football, the time just kind of gets away from us. The it's been 30
1: possible. minutes. <laughs>
0: Exactly, because we we make the rules. Exactly. We just go with the wind. We go where it takes us. And hopefully, if you've got to work, you can keep listening on your phone and take us inside with you at your desk or put your headphones on. It's cool. If somebody's laughing at you at the water cooler, just tell them it's J&J Radio because that's how we roll. But the next time we come back, We'll go back to the Lakers. We'll talk about uh, the NBA draft, which has this really unique system where it's basically like pick ball at L.A. Fitness or white Man can't jump where they just line up and pick. And then we'll talk about a NBA player spending eight hundred thousand dollars on an engagement ring. Then he breaks up and says, I need my ring back. And then we'll talk about one other coach who got a job. And the NFL, and we just like to talk about some of the discrepancies when it comes to people who look like Jason and I versus people who don't look like Jason and I, if you guys can read between the lines. But again, I really appreciate you guys listening to J&J Radio, and I'm sure Jason does as well. Jay, before we get out of here, because we got to let our fans get back to what they're doing, tell us where they can find our podcast.
1: So you can find our podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. Um, if you need a list, you can go to jmjradio.com. You'll also find our email address there. You can send us a note. Um, we'll be happy to hear from you.
0: All right. And, again, I appreciate you guys listening, Jay. I always appreciate your time. Jay, and Jay was supposed to record yesterday, but he, he called me. He's like, man, I got some dad duties. For those of you who don't know, Jason is also a basketball coach of an 11-year-old co-ed team, and he sends me oh, a text
1: message. Oh, I'm not <laughs> coaching that team. I, I retired from from coaching the kids. I'm just you were supporting my daughter <laughs> at the practice. And oh, that's that's new. Coach. Yeah, <laughs> I, so I, I opted out of I opted out of you opted out of coach. the eleven year old coaching bubble. <laughs> yeah, it's actually not so bad. It, it, uh, the five year old one is the is the painful one for the five year old. But I'm the I'm a supportive dad. Some of the coaches are a little bit younger, so I'll, I'll feed them some advice here and there. Like coach. We need a drill for this, you know. Coach, <laughs> here's my notes from the game on Saturday. And uh, these are things you should work for the practice. And you
0: know. So you know, Jason was gonna implement the, the triangle with his eleven year old daughter's basketball team. But I told
1: him. But they can't dribble, know. pass, or catch. So we had to slow that down a little bit. Work on the fundamentals. That's going to be hard to implement. <laughs> he wanted them to be doing
0: uh, decision making on the fly in the middle of a game, and they can't dribble, catch, or run with the ball unless it's one of the kids who only knows how to dribble a million miles an hour and not stop or pass. So that would have been a tough, a tough practice to to put the triangle in, but. When he does do that, we will for sure uh, get the cliff notes and the results <laughs> so we can talk to you, you guys about it.
1: 13-year-olds, that's when we'll implement the, the complex decision tree. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly exactly we'll get them training uh we'll get them running the sand dunes all that kind of good stuff right. clean at the age of 12 or 11 so so they're ready when they get to the next level but again you guys are listening to J radio i'm jonathan harper along with jason gibbets we really appreciate your time until next time take care be well and uh tell somebody about us take care